Hey, listeners. Today I speak with the CEO at Leadership Buffalo, Inc., Althea Larison. Leadership Buffalo is a nonprofit organization founded in 1987 with one mission to unite existing and emerging leaders from diverse backgrounds and perspectives in order to increase their knowledge of community issues, broaden their vision, and enhance their ability to lead. Enjoy. Thank you so much for meeting with me today. It's it's great to speak with you. It's great to hear more about Leadership Buffalo. I was uh, I know my brother did the program, and I was just for the yes. and what what year did he do it? Now was he was he two years ago already? No, he was last year, he class was, of twenty eighteen. He was last year. Yes, I. And know. they call themselves eighteen great teams. Oh, that's a that's a fantastic <laughs> nickname. Most of the classes say they're the best class ever, but their team their class decided to be eighteen great teams. Well, the good thing about having the best class of all time is you get all all of the rest of time to prove that you were wrong. Um, <laughs> True that. No, but you. I was going through uh, your alumni and I was watching the videos. This is a program that's been around for a long time, and you've had some movers and shakers in the Buffalo community, not just uh, walk through, but still be ambassadors for the program today. And I'm wondering what the origin story of how you got involved, how you how you started, and what how how you saw this mission. Uh, become so important for the city? Oh, well, thank you for asking that. I wish I could say I founded this organization, but of course I did not do that. Um, It was founded by a wonderful woman, Susie Warren, in 1988, and our first class was in, uh, it was founded in 1987 with our first class graduating in 1988. Uh, Mayor Brown was a member of that class. He was not the mayor at the time. And um, we began, the organization began as um, one program, which was called Class Experience, and it's still going strong today. We're in its 32nd year. Um, And since then, over the last 32 years, it's grown, and now we offer six programs, um, which I can share later in this conversation. But how I got involved was I was in my early 50s, and I had always wanted to do Leadership Buffalo, and finally found the budget and the time in my schedule um, when I was an assistant VP at the University of Buffalo. And I went through the program. I was lived here my whole life, and I thought I knew all sorts of stuff, and I was just amazed by what I didn't know about my city and my community to the point where I liked it so much that I decided to leave my job at the age of 55 years old and take over the organization um, because I believe so much in the work that we do and the mission of, making, of Leadership Buffalo, which is making Buffalo better. So um, I've been here, this is my eighth year, and uh, how Confucius says, if you love what you do, you don't really ever work. So that's how I feel. And it just helped you not just fall in love with your work, but fall in love with your city again, you were saying. Exactly. So yeah. Uh, so how, how does uh, Leadership Buffalo not just work with the people, but sort of ingrain itself in the culture? Uh, how does it reach out to all these different communities so successfully and bring people together for, towards a common goal? Well, I think the, the, the beauty of our um, program is, unlike others, we, we are a plethora of people that go through our program. So I'll talk first about class experience and rising leaders, which is um, identical programming. It's just different demographics who go through those programs. But we have people in, in those two classes that are from large um, corporations, from small businesses, nonprofits, both the large and $150 million ones. Um, we have people from uh, civic public employees. Uh, we have people from, you know, city hall and the county and uh, military and police officers. We also have educators. So we have a lot of different people with different backgrounds, different um, education, different experience, and, and different thoughts on what they think Buffalo is or should be. Um, in the 
the way we work with them through the year. We don't tell people about the challenges we face in our community. We show them. Um, and st you know, studies will show that adults learn better if they're experiential learning versus somebody talking at them. And we, we spend a full day once a month with our classes. And each day that we're together is focused on a topic. And the topics include things such as hunger and poverty, education, criminal and social justice, um, transportation, healthcare, on and on and on. And we spend an entire day in the community from eight to five. Everything we do, every place we go, every person we hear from is part of that topic area. Um, we're in, so people actually get to see what's happening and what's going on. They get to experience it versus, um, and, and forming their own opinion versus reading about it or hearing it on the news. They're actually able to go out and see the facts and make a decision on what they feel um, is the challenges and what, more importantly, what they can do about it to make Buffalo better and to, to overcome some of these challenges. Are most of your class new to Buffalo, boomerangs that came back, or people that have sort of grown up here and never wanted to leave? And I, I ask this because I'm curious if the program acts in a way of uh, attracting new talent to Buffalo or retaining old talent to Buffalo, or both. It's both. Um, the majority of the people that are in the class experience and rising leaders are, I would say, from Buffalo. Not originally, but uh, are pretty much ensconced here. We do have a program which is called Experience Buffalo, and that is for recently relocated um, executives, managers, leaders um, that have moved to our um, community, and they're able to participate in an evening program with the spouse, partner, significant other. What we like to say about that program is we teach them that we're more than snow and chicken wings fairly quickly, and we don't show them the critical issues and the challenges that we're facing. We show them all the amazing things that Buffalo has to offer. They meet key leaders, elected officials, um, see our, some of our historical sites, eat at our fabulous restaurants. So it's a great way to welcome them to the city. But we also do have people in our um, other main programs that either have been here their whole life, like myself, I grew up here. And when I went through the program, again, I mentioned I was in my early 50s, I thought I knew Buffalo. And I, and I worked in the city. And I was like, whoa, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I had a lot of those aha moments. So I don't think it matters if you're new to Buffalo or if you're, you know, born and raised here your whole life. There's, there's something everyone learns. And again, this is my eighth year leading this organization plus the year that I was a participant. Every single year I learned something new. It's, um, it's wonderful. It's, it's ever changing. Do you find, um, overcoming Buffalo's reputation or a stigma around the city creates any complications or obstacles in bringing new people into Leadership Buffalo? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about you, but every time I travel and people, I tell them I'm from Buffalo and they start asking me if it's snowing and it's July, I get a little hot under the collar. <laughs> but they do, you know, as a matter of fact, we we're just looking at developing a new program, and this is just in the conversation stage, to talk about, there's so many of our companies, especially the medical campus, a lot of our larger companies are trying to recruit talent to come to Buffalo. And a lot of times they think, oh, I don't want to go to Buffalo. Once they get here, they love it, but it's hard to get them here, especially the trailing um, spouse or partner, significant other. So we've been tossing around an idea of how can we work with people coming for an interview and doing like a mini experience Buffalo session for them so that they can learn how great this place is, and that will help maybe make their decision on, yes, I want that job. So um, 
it's something that we're talking about doing. We've been talking with some of the folks on the medical campus about that. It's not anywhere near fully baked at the moment. But that is a challenge um, to attract new talent here. However, I do see a lot of expatriates coming back home. There's a lot of you know young professionals that went to Chicago or Florida or wherever they went after college, and um, they want to come home. And they've been really um, coming back. I, I see a lot of that. And um, I think having them be able to participate in our programs to show them, for lack of a better word, the new Buffalo is pretty inspiring. Well, it's just such a great place to bring the experiences that you already know back home and then move on to the next chapter in your life. I'm curious, you work with the people of Buffalo, and now your challenge is creating excitement or selling the city of Buffalo. Uh, do, do you sort of see that as, as one of the same challenge? Do you see a city as its people? And so therefore, when you're just creating this excitement in these cohorts, it's improving the city and making it more attractive to others? Absolutely. I was just um, talking with someone the other day about this, that while I certainly we don't take credit for the success of the Buffalo is having and the Renaissance, I do feel that Leadership Buffalo in part has something to do with the positivity that we're seeing in Buffalo. Years ago, it was like, oh, yeah, Buffalo, it's going, you know, we all had kind of a, you know, the redheaded stepchild mentality. We just, we didn't feel proud of our city, and I'm not saying everybody, but I do feel that there's this, I mean, we put through hundreds of people through our programs every year, and you take those hundreds of people, and they're telling their friends, and they're telling their family, and all of a sudden, it's like there's this positive, like, yeah, we have this, yeah, we're great, yeah, you know. Uh, the, uh, the the uh, amazing food and the ethnicity and the you know just the the ease of trans ease of getting around our city and 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 the foreign born population there's just so much here that um, we are starting to appreciate and recognize that I think in some part leadership Buffalo has had something to do with that because we're exposing people to entire community not just I like to call their bubble. A lot of times, you know, we all sit in our bubble and don't ex explore, explore out of that. And I think we force them to go look at something that they're not familiar with and um, find like, wow, I didn't know that. Well, I really love how when I was looking over the website, uh, this organization offers programs for citizens of Buffalo of all ages and backgrounds. It's, it seems like you can work with them right from high school through adulthood through even retirement and giving them a second purpose in life, and then also not uh -huh. just people from Buffalo, but people who come here. I'm curious, uh, what are your ideas for expanding upon that? I mean, how much further can you go than someone's entire life? <laughs> yeah, we like to say cradle to grave, right? I, if I bring on one more program right now, I think my, my staff might decide to all walk out on me. <laughs> but, um, we, you know, right now we currently work, you know, with leaders from high school students to senior executives. Um, we do have um, a wonderful, robust alumni, and we have a lot of things that we have a, to be able to stay a member of our alumni. We have a retirement price. We understand people who are retired to live out of town, so we've created opportunities to, to give them a level of staying involved um, with that. One of the things that we've been talking about is um, we just started a new program this year. It was a pilot last year. It's called Leadership Buffalo Essentials, and we realized that um, while we're putting through uh, leaders, established leaders, up-and-coming leaders, executives through our programs, we were missing a whole section of the community. And, you know, there's a lot of support staff that work in companies, secretaries, admins, 
supervisors, customer service that are critical to the success of organizations, but they typically don't get four or $5,000 spent on their professional development. Um, but they need to know what we're teaching. So we've created a modified Leadership Buffalo program, again called Leadership Buffalo Essentials, and it's a six half-day session program. And the price is much more uh, manageable for companies to be able to, to, to um, provide that opportunity to those employees. It, it helps with, um, we create cohorts within companies or we have an open enrollment for smaller firms as well. And it really helps them understand all of Buffalo. It un helps them understand themselves better. We, in all our programs, and this one as well, we help to create better servant leaders and help them build their empathy and understanding and the importance of building communities. So we, so that's, even though age demographics, it's still what we're working with. It's a whole section of the community um, that we've been working with, and we have eight cohort schedules for this year. I had to hire more staff, and so it's really been a great growth um, um, opportunity for us as well. Um, and then the next thing that we are looking at, and again, this is going to be in a couple of years because we'd like to make sure we've got things rocking and rolling before we bring on anything new, um, is the middle school area. Um, we, we don't do anything with middle schoolers at the moment, so whether that means we create a program or we partner with an organization that's already doing something, um, but it is something that we've, we've talked about, where do we go next? Um, the Leadership Buffalo Essentials program, we have been actually working with colleges, so we, we kind of are covering the the college age population through that program, so not having to um, reinvent the wheel there. No, the the college one seems like it's a it's a pretty simple transition from what's already happening. Um, as far as creating a sense of community, you're bringing people from all different backgrounds and all different neighborhoods in Buffalo. Is it easy to give them these common goals when you're working towards such um, grand problems that humanity as a whole face? Well, it's a little, it is a little challenging. First of all, it, you don't have to live in Buffalo to go through Leadership Buffalo. We have people from actually Rochester. So there is a Leadership Rochester too, but you know we're, we don't limit it. We limit our studies to pretty much Buffalo for geographic reasons and logistic reasons. But um, we, you know, we have a lot of different people that graduate from our programs. And my first year when I started, I thought it was going to be super cool to just have 100 people take on a community services project and agree on one that didn't work so well. So um, what we've done now is out of the 112 that we have in our rising leaders and class experience this year, we asked them to, we have them create a personal action plan at the beginning of the year and then we fine tune that at the end of the year, really looking at what are they going to do differently in their personal life, what are they going to do differently in their in their business. Um, what are they, in their, you know, their professional life? What are they going to do different in their community? And how are they going to stay engaged with Leadership Buffalo? So we try to give a lot of opportunities. The fact that we have people that go through our programs, not everybody wants to do a board service. Uh, not everybody wants to run for political office. Not everybody wants to do a community service project. So everybody has a little different version of what they're looking for. So what we try to do is provide them um, additional leadership training is an option. We do some net business networking types of um, events. We have community service projects that they can stay involved with. We have volunteer opportunities, whether it's with our youth program or some of our committees. So we try to provide, and then we also collaborate with a lot of other organizations and institutions by allow you know advising them like this is available for you and this is available for you as well. And I take it the rest of the community, since you're graduating the leaders of it, 
uh, really welcomes the cohorts every year. I, I imagine individuals who go through your program find that doors that might have been closed to them before are now open just for conversation. Yeah, it's really it's really um, heartwarming. I mean, we call a lot of people and ask, can we bring them? Can we come? Can we come there? Can you come speak? Kind of constantly, but everybody's more than willing to do that. A lot of the organizations that we work with um, don't have a huge marketing budget, so it's really um, helpful for us to be able to bring people and show show the great work that's being done in some of these organizations. Um, but at the same time, I think, you know, we have, it looks, it, it's it's almost like a, I hate to say this word, but it's almost like a cult. You know, people are like, oh, you're an LB grad, you're an LB grad, and if you're not, we tell you you're not yet. So it's uh, it, it's like a family. We had a we had a event yesterday. We unfortunately we lost one of our leadership Buffalo 2016 classmates to a sudden uh, heart attack, and he left behind two young children. His class rallied around and threw a fundraiser for his kids for a scholarship fund. Within one month, there was a couple hundred people there. It was just heartwarming and amazing to see the power of that that bond that they formed throughout the year. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff that goes on and you build friendships across lines because you don't maybe wouldn't be in a professional circle with this person, but they become your best friend. So it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome to watch. Yeah. You, you say cult, I say enthusiastic family or, uh, or fraternity even <laughs> that, that's a, that's a really beautiful story. And I'm, I'm really sorry to hear about the loss of uh, an individual uh, your organization. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sad. Yeah, but but it, it was heartwarming to see them them all rally like that. It's incredibly heartwarming. Well, it sort of shows that I guess what Leadership Buffalo really excels at, outside of the classes themselves, is creating a strong sense of community and and creating a sense of pride and bringing people together who who want to stay in each other's lives. Yeah, and you know to be able to pick up the phone and call your classmates, even if you haven't seen them and you know, a couple of years and they respond because it's just a bond that, you know, it's what you experience together is so, um, sometimes pretty emotionally draining. Um, what we experience throughout the year, there's, you know, a lot of places that we go that are, your heart is heavy at the end of the day and, um, you feel a sense of frustration. So I think when people experience that together versus just going to a dinner and listening to a speaker, which those things are great as well, it, it forms a different kind of bond. And a different kind of friendship that really doesn't break. We have classes from the 90s that still get together on an annual basis. So like every Christmas, they, they have their place. They go for their lunch every single year. Um, so it's pretty cool to see. You know, a lot of the classes really stay together, even if it's on just an annual basis. We have one class from five years ago that adopted a nonprofit group, and they're still working with them. They, there's about 20 of them from that class that are extremely close. We've had marriages um, happen, which one of them is happens to be my daughter and son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, you know, babies are born, and it's just kind of fun to, to watch the, the different things that come out of our classes. Oh, well, that that's beautiful, and I, I think that's a beautiful place to end. So I just want to thank you so much for your time today, Althea. All right, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you.
Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a moment and thank you so much for listening to our show. Really, thank you so much. Your support truly means the world. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review. And if you're not already subscribed, you can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher.